Welcome to Run Like Hell Toward Happy, the podcast for overwhelmed creatives to stop hustling and finally create balance between work, life, play, and rest to make progress toward their dreams. I'm Caitlin Liz Fisher, motivational writer and coach who helps people listen to that little voice inside that knows what you really want to be doing. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Today we are talking about the side hustle and how normal it is that everybody has one. Like, people will be like, oh, what do you do? Which, first of all, why is that the first thing we ask about people to get to know them? But anyway, what do you do? And people will just start listing stuff. Oh, I work in marketing and then I got a side hustle as a coach and I do DoorDash on the weekends for some extra cash and I do Uber and like, dang, we are working a lot, right? So we're going to, we're going to unpack the side hustle today. A question that I have is when did the side hustle become so normal? We did not used to have side hustles. Could it possibly be because having one job doesn't necessarily provide a living wage? So we have to make extra income in order to barely survive? I think that might have something to do with it. So I googled side hustle to see what came up, and I got a ton of results for doing online surveys. You know, like you make a few bucks every time you do a survey. Uh, Gig work like Instacart, Uber, DoorDash. And then this article from entrepreneur.com with 50 profitable side hustle ideas, one of which was selling your hair. I would not call that profitable because to me, something profitable means that you can consistently make a profit. And if you have to like grow your hair, like you're not, I have questions anyway. So some of these ideas from entrepreneur.com of profitable side hustles uh, are like short-term things like having a garage sale, selling stuff on eBay, selling your hair. Other ideas were gig work, like I mentioned before, Instacart, DoorDash, Uber, Lyft, things like that. Shopping apps, uh, food delivery, ride shares, etc. And then you've got stuff like surveys and mystery shopping and taking part in like research stuff, content creation, like offering uh, social media marketing recording YouTube tutorials about stuff that you know about, writing ebooks and selling them, doing freelance writing, etc. And then some of their side hustles require specific expertise like uh, interior design, creating apps and, you know, things for smartphones, and answering professional questions online like uh, for people looking for legal advice or something else that's very specialized. So, A lot of my clients and my friends who have side hustles or whose only hustle is considered a side hustle make and sell art and crafts and services for people, right? But all of this comes back to why do you want or need a side hustle? And also I just want to unpack the like the phrase side hustle. So why is it on the side? What is it on the side of? I feel like phrasing it as this thing I do on the side places it at a lower priority 
And a lot of times our quote side hustle is our passion project. So if that's you, if your passion project is something that you consider on the side, that's how you're thinking about it. And that's how you're showing up for it. You're thinking, oh, this is just that thing I do on the side. It really impacts the value of how we look at that passion project. So what makes something your main job and this other thing your side job? Is it priority? Is it it takes less time or energy? Uh, is it part-time? Are you devaluing your small business by calling it a side hustle? So important questions for you there. And then the second part of this phrase is why must it be a hustle? Also, I'm very sorry, there's leaf pickup happening. So if you hear that awesome noise, it's men with leaf blowers on my street. But we got shit to do and I'm recording. So here we are. So hustle means fast movement. But a hustle also means a scam or like forcing something. So when I think about hustling, I think about going into this sort of hyper-focus work mode. Uh, I'm not really balancing things very well. I'm not doing a lot of my self-care activities or my routines. And this lasts for days or weeks until I finish that project. But when we perpetually hustle, moving from one thing after the next, hyper-focusing, we're not really taking the time to evaluate and make sure that all this activity we're doing is in alignment with long-term goals. So to me, a hustle is not very well planned. A hustle is a quick fix for something or seeking a quick fix. Now, of course, that's not to say that your side hustle is unplanned, etc. I'm just asking you to examine why you're calling it a side hustle. Is it really on the side? Is it really a hustle? Can you reframe that so that it feels like it has a higher value in just the way that you talk about it and the way that you show up for it? So let's run this, this side hustle idea through the Passion Pacers framework. So in Passion Pacers, we have four, four stages of the framework, grounding, intuition, pacing, and reframing. So in the grounding framework, do you have the time and energy to do extra work on top of the work you already do? Will an extra part-time job or side hustle or whatever put too much on your plate? Can you delegate anything else to make space for this work? So that's just a factual looking at how does this side hustle, for lack of a better term, fit into the work that you do, the energy that you have, and the time available to you. Intuition asks, is this side hustle something that you want to do? Does this make sense with your passions, with your deep down dream? Or are you just looking for income? Could you shift your mindset in any way so that the work that you do is more in alignment with your passions and interests? Framework number three is pacing. How much hustle are you hustling? You know, is this something sustainable that you can do consistently? Or are you overdoing it and heading right toward burnout? 
And then reframing, is there any thought pattern causing you to look for side hustles that you could reframe? Is your side hustle coming from a place of panic and fear and like, oh, I got to do whatever I can to make some cash right now? Or is it coming from a calm, empowered decision? I've run into this with clients a lot of times is that, and I've, I've done it myself. I've been this client where I'm like, okay, I gotta, I just need to accomplish this one thing. I will just focus on only this thing. I will hustle. I will haul ass and get it done. And then I will relax and figure out how to do it again more sustainably. No, I can tell you that does not work. (laughs) I haul ass, I achieve the thing. And then I never want to look at that thing again because it sucked. Hustling sucks. I am anti-hustle. We don't hustle in this family. So remember that we are striving here for work, life, play, rest, balance. The only one of these things that you can hustle is work. So if you're doing a side hustle or any type of thing that feels like a hustle, you're borrowing from life, play, and rest in order to put more into that work category. And there are some seasons of your life where there will be more work. But that cannot and should not be the way that you operate all of the time because it's not sustainable and it's not taking good care of you. So if you're a chronic hustler, I invite you, take a step back ask yourself, do you really need to be doing all of those things? Can your hustle, can your project, can your smattering of things that you're doing align in a way that builds toward a future goal with a coherent plan instead of just running haphazardly from one thing to the next? And I want to remind you that Passion Pacers is open for enrollment right now. And we will walk you through that four-part framework. And that is our guiding practice in the group. So Passion Pacers includes that grounding, intuition, pacing, reframing, as well as a community of creatives who will help you feel supported as you unpack this hustle pattern. Because I'm pretty sure literally everyone in there is is reframing that and coming to a place of more balance rather than hustle. It is a safe place to take a breath, make a plan, and make sure that the work that you're doing, the work that you're choosing to do, is in alignment with your intuitive goals for your long-term vision. So here's a couple things that members have said in this vein, in this side hustle kind of vein. So one member said that they gently pushed me into the uncomfortable space of planning far ahead, knowing that plan is likely not the exact way life will pan out, but it will lead me further along discovering the path toward my most satisfied self. And that is a really solid way to look at this because as I've mentioned before, visioning long-term can feel really uncomfortable because You don't want to lock your future in stone and say, well, I can't do anything else that makes me happy if it doesn't align with that one thing 10 years in the future that I said I wanted. 
your 10-year vision is really flexible, but it does give you something intentional to step toward and work toward. And that was a really big aha moment for this one member and several members when we did a workshop on how to create a 10-year vision. So we had to sit in that discomfort of being like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do in 10 years. I want possibilities. You can make a plan and still keep possibilities open. And that's what we're all about. So check out passionpacers.com to sign up now and lock in the $37 a month price for the lifetime of your membership before prices go up in 2022. Thank you for spending this time with me. I know these episodes in November have been a little bit shorter, uh, and that's because I am batching them. I am recording all at once because I have a really busy month, and I want to make sure that I have these podcasts ready to go out for you because I know that they are really valuable to you as listeners. So thank you for being here with me today. I really and truly want you to... Think about the way you talk about side hustles and maybe come up with a phrase that resonates better for you and doesn't put your passion, doesn't treat it like it's a side dish to the main dish of a full-time job because you probably have more fun with your side thing, with your creative thing. So we want to treat it like it's important. So that is all I have for you today. It's a quick one, but a good one. And I'll see you next week. Thanks for joining me today. If you loved this episode, please head over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Then join us in the Run Like Hell Toward Happy community on Facebook, where you can enter to win prizes like free books, coaching sessions, and more. Huge thanks to Leave Nelson B. for our musical interludes and to Jennifer Hearn Photography for the photo used in my cover art. Check the show notes for links and resources mentioned in today's episode. And I'm not even going to bother telling you my social media handles because all I want you to do is join the Run Like Hell Toy Happy community on Facebook and enter that awesome giveaway. Boom. You can find me there. That's all for now. I'll see you next time.